Hey, it's podcast producer Bobby Richards. And before we jump into today's episode, here is Donald Miller with some exciting news around our upcoming Coach Builder Summit that's happening February 1st and 2nd. It's the ultimate live stream for coaches, consultants, financial advisors, physical trainers, therapists, counselors. I would consider a coach anybody who sells their wisdom. Anybody who sells their knowledge and their, you know, their coaching, their ability to help you transform into somebody else based on the knowledge that they have, to me, that's a coach. At the summit, Amy Porterfield is going to be with us. Will Gadara, who wrote the book Unreasonable Hospitality, you know, Will started 11 Madison Park, became the number one restaurant in the world. He is going to be with us for Coach Builder Summit and a ton of other celebrities that you're going to love hearing from. If any part of you thinks that you could pivot your career into a coaching career, you've got to attend the summit. That's all we're going to talk about all day long. Go to coachbuilder.com slash coach summit, coachbuilder.com slash coach summit. Again, if you've ever thought about building a coaching business as a side hustle that hopefully will take over your life, go to coachbuilder.com slash coach summit and sign up today. Our Christmas gift to you, we're re-gifting an old episode. Open it up. You're going to love it. You didn't listen to it the first time, so you can listen to it now. Welcome to the Business Made Simple Podcast, everybody. Brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. I am your host, Donald Miller. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody listening. I hope it was a great year for you, and I hope you are listening on the way to Grandma's house. And uh, I can just smell that cherry cobbler. I know that you're excited about dinner tonight. This time of year is meant for recharging, for cherishing moments with family, for rediscovering what truly matters. However, if you're on the way to grandma's house, the demands of work can often make the balance feel totally impossible to achieve. You are thinking about work. Well, today we are going into the archives and we're going to replay a favorite episode. It's episode 106 titled, Why Work-Life Balance Isn't Working for You. And in this episode, I share how my perspective on work-life balance has evolved over the years, and I break down two powerful self-reflection exercises you can use to redefine your priorities, regain focus on what truly matters, and get some much-needed relief that you have been learning for. If you want to enjoy Grandma's Cobbler without thinking about work, you're going to love today's episode. Hey, it's podcast producer Bobby Richards. And did you know that HubSpot launched an AI chatbot that helps you build awesome campaigns at scale with just a few prompts? They did. And it's called Campaign Assistant. And it's a totally free to use AI tool that will transform the way you build marketing campaigns at scale. And here's the best part. It works seamlessly with all of HubSpot's marketing and sales tools to scale your output across email, social, and more. So AI your way to your most effective campaigns yet at HubSpot.com slash campaign dash assistant. Well, I, I don't know if you have had this experience, but um, sometimes I go home and I'm usually I try to get home by five o'clock and uh, my daughter, 16 months old, goes to bed at seven. So I have two hours to help with all things pre-bedtime. And uh, what I find is that quite often I'm just not present. I'm not, I mean, I walk in the door, I'm physically there from five to seven, but my mind is on other things. I am daydreaming. I'm problem solving in my mind. 
I am constantly working on work-life balance, and it's it's a constant struggle to be in the moment and be present. I'm sure it is for you too. One of the big paradigm shifts, and I'll share a few of them that have helped me, is to understand that there actually is no work-life balance. There is no balance, or, or if there is, we are in work-life balance. That is that part of our lives is balanced for milliseconds before it teeters back to the left or teeters back to the right. I think of work-life balance as a constant journey of self-correction. It's all it is. It's a constant journey of self-correction. That set me free because it, it helped me to stop feeling that my life was always out of balance and instead start feeling that my life was always something to be managed and to self-correct. So for me, realizing that you know, I'm always going to have to be auto-correcting and self-correcting on this was freedom. Some of the questions that I ask myself in order to self-correct are questions that I want to ask you. And I, and I actually want you to think through this. When it comes to working so hard, those of you who are workaholics, by the way, if, you've, if you're the other side, you're burned out, you don't care about work. I got some different questions for you. But if you're really driven and you're not engaged when you get home at night and you wake up and the first thing you want to do is start problem solving, there's three questions that I want to ask you. And if you, if you can, just get, get a journal out and reflect on these questions. Here's the first question. Who are you trying to impress? Because often when we work as hard as we do, we're trying to be impressive to somebody or some group of people. I, uh, I know people who are extremely successful and have almost completely ignored their families in order to become that successful. And not only that, they've pressured their families to look perfect on the outside so that all of their neglecting their family doesn't show. And, they, and not only that, they lie to themselves about neglecting their family. It's, it's just so freaking obvious. And so what you got is a lot of darkness covered up with tinfoil or something that looks like light. I think when we stop and say, wait a second, I need a crowd to clap for me, or I need those, those people in high school who rejected me to think that I'm successful. I need my father's approval. When you just say it, it helps you realize how absurd it is, and it helps you realize how much that's stealing your life. Uh, the next question that I think we should think about and that you should think about is, what are you trying to prove? And it goes a little bit along with the first question. The first question is, who are you trying to impress or who are you trying to make a statement to? And the second question is, what is the statement? And I mean, I can answer. Let me just answer these for myself. Who am I trying to impress? I think I'm, I mean, here's the bottom line. I think, I think a big chunk of whatever success I've had in this world is because I'm trying to prove that I'm not white trash. I know that's a, that's a base way of saying that and maybe offensive to some, but that is, I really believe that that has been true about me in the past and to some degree is true now. I was telling somebody the other day, you know, 90% of my motives were impure and now only 70% are impure. <laughs> so, so isn't that improvement? I mean, we're supposed to get to zero. I don't know if we're going to get to zero. But the more I realize you're trying to prove that you're not white trash and that you do belong on the other side of the tracks. And what that says is that Donald Miller needs other people to tell him who he is. And that's kind of humbling. It's kind of embarrassing, actually, to admit that. And I wonder if you would go there with me and say, hey, what am I trying to prove? And, uh, and if you write that down, I'm trying to prove I'm not white trash. You might be trying to prove that you're tough or that you are kind or that you're 
other centered or you know what you're trying to prove something and that might be driving this uh, unhealthy need and workaholism. Now here's the third one. The third one is what are you running from? What are you distracting yourself from? Uh, what is it that you don't want to think about or you don't want to face that keeps you always busy, always walking out the door and uh, almost never walking back in that door? What is it that you are not facing? Those three questions, who are you trying to impress? What are you trying to prove? And what are you running from? I think I, I, I give you this assignment because when I realized who I was trying to impress and what I was trying to prove, especially what I was trying to prove, it took a lot of it away. It took a lot of it away because, as I mentioned earlier, it was absurd. <laughs> it was just silly to, to work this hard to prove that you're not that you know poor kid from the other side of the tracks that the popular kids or the rich kids or whatever ignored. Saying it helped set me free. Admitting it helped set me free. The Gold Digger Podcast, hosted by Jenna Kutcher, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Here at Business Made Simple, we are Team Jenna all the way. We love her show, and we love how it helps you discover your dream career through productivity tips, social strategies, business hacks, inspirational stories. I mean, there's so much that show delivers each week. In a recent episode you should go check out titled, If You Want Bigger Results, You Have to Do This, Jenna gets real talking about how when you're aiming for a goal, you're only going to hit it if you have an informed plan. She also talks about how to get that plan from consistently looking at what is and isn't working. Then on top of all that, she breaks down what she measures when creating a plan, why she measures it, and then how you can immediately start doing the same thing and measuring your results. Go listen to Gold Digger wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to the show. Okay. So then you actually ask the question, once you're free of sort of workaholism, how do you actually balance yourself out so that you do work, but you work the right amount? You work on things that matter. And th this question has really only been in the last three months that I've been asking myself this question. And to be honest, I'm still answering it, but maybe you can answer it for yourself with me and we can go on this journey together. And the question that I've been asking myself is, what is my job in this world? What is my job? We, we don't think of, we think of a job description as something for maybe our team members, but not for ourselves. We also think of job descriptions only in the realm of career, but I think you should actually create a little job description for yourself in, in your family life, in your personal life. And mainly because maybe it's because I'm an Enneagram three, I'm almost all D on the disc test. I've got nothing else. And so I want to know what my job is and I want to do my job. What was revealing though for me was to answer that question in two different contexts. What is my job as a father and a husband? And what is my job as the owner of a business? And, and really what helped me answer that question even better was the second question. And it was this, this team depends on me to do what? That is really revealing. If you actually say, this team, your family, depends on you to do what? For me, and I'm sort of playing with this idea or, or figuring out my own job description, is they depend on me to love. That is, I need to bring love into the house, as does my wife, as does my daughter, for that matter. 
I need to provide. That means I need to manage our money well. I need to think about their future. I need to think about what's going on in this planet 25 years after I die, for that matter, 50 years after I die, because Emmeline needs a foundation. So I need to provide. I need to restore. This life will tear you up. And I need, as part of my job description, I need to remember to restore the people in my home, my family. And then I need to exemplify. Exemplify is sort of a fancy word. Really what I mean is provide an example. I need to provide an example. I need to be somebody that Emmeline would look at and say, I want to be like my dad. I need to show her what that looks like as best, I'm not perfect, but as best as I possibly can. So when I think of it at home, I need to love, provide, restore, and exemplify. That's my job. And you know, what's really nice about having a sort of job description that you give yourself is then you can just say to yourself, do your job, right? Do your job. Don't romanticize it. Don't depend on moods. Do your job. Execute your tasks uh, extremely well and play your part on this team. And if I wake up and do my job and play my role on this team, things are going to be okay. Here's what happens when you know what you're supposed to do. You know when you didn't do it. <laughs> you know when you didn't do it. You know when you failed. Uh, you know when you are not measuring up. You know when you are not pulling your weight as part of a team. I think this is a process that you and I will have to work on for the rest of our lives. But if we ask ourselves these questions, if we ask ourselves who are we trying to impress, what are we trying to prove, what are we running from, if we write down our job description, and if we listen for the other people in our lives, the other team members, and we understand life from their perspective, we can stay in this window where life won't burn you out where you won't crash and you won't damage a lot of other people in the process. Because at the end of the day, I love helping you build your small business, but that's not what life is about. That's not what life is about. It's about loving people, connecting with people, supporting people, providing for people. Uh, it's about getting through this life, having lived the kind of story that will inspire others. And we can't do that without work-life balance. All right. Well, at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. And today's plan of action is just that you would get away. Yeah, even an hour in a coffee shop, an hour in a coffee shop to reflect on what we talked about today. Why are you working so hard? Who are you trying to impress? What are you trying to prove? What are you running from? And then to actually write down a job description. I, I love that assignment. This has been really eye-opening for me. What is my job? What is my job? What does this team depend on me to do? And write two of them, one for your home life and one for your work life. I can't wait to see what kind of clarity and perspective this opens up in your life. In fact, this is only the start. Next week, we are going to continue this one-on-one -on -one coaching conversation to help position you to make this year your absolute best year yet. I've got some more resources for you personally to make sure you have your absolute best year. Until then, thank you as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly it far and fast. See you next week.